0: Cough now. Hello everybody and welcome. Hello. Is anyone there? I believe that Spectrum, formerly known as Time Warner Cable, is allowing us to utilize our top of the line fiber single today to reach out to you. So we certainly hope that it's going somewhere past the corner of Abrams and Mockingbird. (laughs) <laughs> or even that it's going past Ruby's office. But we're happy to be on the air.
1: Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Amen. So we're just going to kind of position ourselves here for a minute or two just to make sure that we're actually broadcasting. Is, uh, is anybody from Florida hearing us? What about Arizona? Anybody hearing hello anyone out there we're all on
1: annette says yes ruby says yes well so our two listeners
0: well man we're batting a thousand maybe we should launch us some commercials. to some to some commercials while we have our constituency
1: i think maybe we need to have giveaways
0: we tried that remember the bobbleheads and things like that yeah,
1: but we never actually gave away
0: oh what do we want to give away i don't know we'll have to think about that
1: work on that one
0: well it certainly is a privilege to be able to uh, to share this time together and we do apologize concerning last week that was as has been expressed that was a debacle that was out of our uh... out of our hands you know this internationally known provider that we are subscribed to at high cost just for whatever reason was down in this part of this major city and so you know our equipment was telling us we were doing things but there wasn't anything on the other end so we apologize for that but more so because we take seriously the fact that we're we're connected with you and if we say we're going to do something or if we're going to offer something we don't we don't want to fail in that, in that commitment. And you mean
1: offer like giveaways?
0: No. <laughs> offer this uh, program. I don't know what we could give away.
1: Oh, Vicki just said I'll take Scarlet. Oh. No can do, Vic.
0: Wow. We could have signed pictures of Scarlett.
1: Scar- uh, Ruby said we should give away T-shirts. We sh- Saints Radio T-shirts. What do you think about that? With a big picture of Scarlett the prayer dog.
0: That would be, (laughs) I think that would be a great thing. Or Jesus. Scarlett always inspires me. She's a sweet little girl.
1: Poor Scarlett. She's had a rough, she's had a rough go of it lately. She's had some, she's had some troublings in her ma'ah. In her bowels. Yeah. Her ma'ah.
0: Well, she's uh, she's feeling the same season all of us are,
1: and subsequently, when she has troubles, I have troubles because I take care of the troubles. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, we've certainly been uh, in a, a heightened spiritual atmosphere, to say the least, and I know that there have been many oppositions uh, that have come against all of us, but. I have viewed them as um, as the enemy or life itself, uh, the the natural realm, coming against uh, in one way what God is going to cause a a fleeing in seven, and um, uh, it's just it's just really a weird it's a weird thing, but. I know that we are overcoming, and um, the presence of the Lord is so wonderful, and we're, you know, it's, it's strange, you know, we were talking about this at the, at the end of the, the designated prayer time, um, how the Father is revealing himself in, I don't want to say new ways, but more expansive ways. Because whenever you say, oh, I've never felt anything like that before, you know I've said this, that's usually a bunch of malarkey because it, it, could, it could be an expansion off of some of the things you felt in the Lord. Um, and um, I, there's a, such a closeness with the Heavenly Father. And I, I say this so gratefully. And it's, it's almost like, you know, the Enoch thing, where he's coming with tens of thousands of his saints, of the Lord's saints, and Enoch walked with Elohim, and he was no more. I I wonder about that. You know, we, we often just drop it off and say, oh, well, that, that means that God just took him. Well, he did. But... That just didn't happen one day. You know, you know as much as well as I do that anything God does with you, he builds up to it. Even the suddenlies that are in scripture, there was a, there were a lot of interactions that happened prior to that, that, um, that were necessary before the suddenly came. And, you know, i I so cherish the closeness of the Father. Uh, there, There are so many times where I just feel like I'm gone. And, and I, you know, the other night I was praying, and I'm not boasting about this. This is something available to all of us. The Father is making Himself extremely vulnerable to us, He is coming. The other night I was praying, and I just wanted to be gone. I wanted to go. And I could feel my spirit leaving. I mean, gone, not to return. And, and But I know there's work to do. I know that there's work to do in the kingdom, but that feeling is pervasive. I don't have any reason to leave. You know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm delighted with the apostolic calling God's given us. I, you know, I've got, my daughters are, are well and blessed. My granddaughters are cherished to me. And I mean, I, I don't want I don't, to, I don't have any reason to leave. But it's just that feeling with the Father. And um, I, I'm just talking about something that He's making available to all of His saints. And, you know, it's going to be a different type of a feeling for everybody. But don't don't miss this opportunity to press into what he what he has for us. What say you? I'm talking your kind of stuff now.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. It's 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 been an amazing season thus far, and and I've testified of this just in different settings as I've taught or spoken about how. You know when we we entered into this year of wisdom i I always viewed wisdom as is not is strategy and as timing and is is you know our to do's before the father you know that he lays out for us his plan and and that's such a powerful crucial thing for us, but I never really viewed it as um in the measure of intimacy from which it comes until now. And I'm so thankful for that because he has drawn us into that. Maybe I'm the only one. You know, I know revelation comes through that pressing in and that pressing in, in discovering those new places in him, and he opens those those places up through our intercession and through our pursuit. But, you know, the wisdom to me was always something that was a little bit more stoic and um but I was reading in your your original wisdom and revelation book and you said you said that wisdom is the dimension of God's spirit what where, where he begins to reveal more of himself to us. And that struck such a a huge nerve in me because that to me that's what it's all about is is pressing into those hidden places and and discovering and and because there's always more, and not to mention that, he is such a creative, he's the most creative being that ever was and ever will be. There's no limit, there's no boundary to the creative nature of God. So when you talk about the suddenlies and you talk about, um, it's pressing, it, 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 it's like him revealing his plan to us and the way in which he wants us to partner with him in the midst of this creative, unpredictable dimension of just coming before him and being willing to partner through it to see it fulfilled. And so it's just, it's, it's, I'm really seeing it in, in, in such a more creative light than I ever have before. And I love that about God because, um, it's the way he moves. It's the way he moves and, and. I think as a people as intercessors as worshipers and when I say worshipers I'm not just speaking of those that are on the platform singing I'm talking about all of us are called to be worshipers we have to be willing to to stand and press through in those those places of tension those places the, those unresolved chords those 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 places where breakthrough, is is right there and and where we don't even really know we just are partnering into that measure of breakthrough and and I think we're going to I think this is going to be a year of that where we are willing to, to go into those places that are unresolved. And that would be the darkness in a lot of ways. I was, I don't know if you were in Sunday school on Sunday morning when I said this, but last Sunday, not this Sunday, but last Sunday I walked in to meet with the worship team and one of the girls said, do you have a word? And I, and what came out of my mouth was Higgyoth. And, and so I, I, I pulled it up and I looked it up and, and it literally means to, to make, that, to allow the spirit to come through you in something that might even sound like gibberish, which could be intercession, but in a lot of ways um, depicts darkness. And it literally scatters the enemy when the breakthrough comes. Hmm. I, that, that's a bad. I mean, I had a much better definition for it. But um, and it's, it's a musical term because I think you wrote about it in the Sila book. It's a musical term, but it's also an intercession term where we have to be willing to to stand in that place of, of unresolve that even feels like darkness and even may sound like darkness because it's unresolved and it's uncomfortable and it's tense and it's it's just it's discord. But at the same time, the fulfillment is right on the other side. And, and how long did, did they have to stay in that place? I mean, I would imagine that some of those Silas were could have lasted for days. I, we hope you know yeah. But I mean I even I we just have to be willing to be that that one that stands in that place of, of um, that place of tension, even when it doesn't sound good or even when it's it, it sounds, maybe like dark and jumbled, but as the Spirit of the Lord prays through us, it brings this incredible breakthrough that will will scatter the enemies of darkness. And I'm quoting out of your book, so that you wrote about that very beautifully and and so why would God say that? Because first of all that is a big I mean it's a weapon of our warf I mean it's a weapon of warfare for us it's a weapon of breakthrough it's a, it's 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 something that God ha- a revelation that God has given us that that um that brings breakthrough that brings victory that brings triumph over those those the, those dark places so anyway well, now now I'm mumbling
0: no what you said there makes sense because. Um, you know, I'm right now I'm trying to finish this book on wisdom, this next book on wisdom. And um, when you do the three phases of the development of the spirit of wisdom, the first is that you are committing yourself to God. You know, it's built off of grace, so you can't just start with wisdom. It starts with grace. But the first is that you're Communing with God, you're talking with God. You're 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 getting to know Him. You're making your commitment. The second phase is that, which has to do with the development of sonship. And t- that tabuna, which is from bin, and you know it's that establishment of 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 a son, and you're being trained in that. And then the third is wisdom and revelation, which is really how you, after having gone through those two, it's like promise, seal of fulfillment. But having gone through those first two phases, God gives you assignments where he births his mysteries. And it's really the fulfillment of his creative ways. But that Sila is really, we're, we're being trained as sons with God. And it really is not necessarily about just communing. That's the first phase. It's being trained. It's kind of like what El Shaddai does. And so we're, a lot of the Silas that we face are, is kind of like you're working out. You're developing the musculature of sonship so that when you are put on the line of function to really do something um, in a mystery, you're strengthened in that Sila exchange. Mm-hmm. And so the very things that seem like, oh God, what, what are, what are we doing? You know, and he, like Jesus talks about a couple of times. Well, Jesus said it, and in Hebrews said it. Whomever I love, I chasten. Every son has to go through this, and the, the suffering Jesus ordained was uh, embraced as a son. All of those things are talking about a lot of stuff, but. It fits into that sonship in the seal of moment of the, of the wisdom and the wisdom development.
1: I just, I, I really just feel so strongly that the treasury of insight and revelation that God has given us over the last 20 number, 20 number years, 20 something years, I think so many of those things God is going to resurface for us and we're gonna be applying them. We're gonna be living them, we're gonna be applying them. And granted, we've lived them for the last 20 years. But like, just that whole, we, we always talk about Sila and, and, and that principle. But the, the, uh, this is what you wrote about this Higgy off. I'm just gonna quote you. It says, it is a song that's sung in jumbled way with a dark nature about it. It, it can sound despairing and be a despairing progression, concluding with, oftentimes, a loud blast. Usually led people into some type of a, of a timely sila. The answer God brought in response was a dynamic dis- destruction visited upon the workers of the enemy kingdom worship and intercession are always the keys to breakthrough so mm-hmm. I had not remembered that I mean I remember that it's in Habakkuk I think and I, I remember reading that booklet many times for the book booklet first then book I think but um, you know so in this year when the Lord is highlighting this light that's coming through us to, to, to penetrate the darkness he's going to he wants to use every part of us he he wants us to be completely abandoned to the spirit of god to to move through us in whatever way he can and i think about just the days in the beginning when we got diversities of tongues and and these sounds started coming out of us and we would be in intercession and these sounds would come from the balcony you know musical instruments and all numbers and all kinds of languages and not that that doesn't happen anymore, because it still does, but remember how new that seemed? Yeah. Because it was new. But we had to submit to that. We had to surrender and learn how to let the Spirit come through us completely unhindered and uninhibited. And the same with the prophetic worship, when God began to birth the prophetic worship. Because, first of all, we didn't know what we were doing. Second of all, we'd never done it before. Third of all, it didn't please the ear of the audience per se, but we had to get to the place where we did not care. All we cared about is that we sung what God was saying from his throne. And so what I'm saying is, is there's creative ways that God wants to move through us in this year. And it's really the key to us breaking through into the darkness, but it is going to require us not caring what we look like, how it sounds that we are just completely abandoned to the spirit that is moving through us. And um, so if if we have a worship time and it, it sounds like dark chords or it sounds like discord, it's okay if it's the spirit. I mean, you don't want to m- try to make that happen. Yeah. But I'm just saying we have to be prepared to step into that if that's where God takes us because... Um, it just well may be the key or the answer or the weapon that we need to break through.
0: So, it's very interesting that you're you're talking about that because um, you know I'm not telling tales out of school here. I'm gonna, I'm going to be scripted in what I say, but I've had a lot of discussions recently with Katie about um, different dimensions of the Psalms and words that are there that aren't normally um, that aren't normally uh, uh, highlighted and one of the ones that I was talking about which I thought maybe I'll teach on it on Wednesday was um, the word that is used at the top of several David's Psalms and it's the word that Isaiah that that uh, Elisha looked for when he said bring me a minstrel and um, it was a specific kind of playing that um, really was aggressive it was almost like it's the same word that's used when David played and Saul was freed from the evil spirit Uh, um, but there are things that God is wanting to do in this, in our spirit. We need to, we need to understand these things in our spirit and, and apply them in our intercession. You know, you mentioned it in a corporate way, but, and that's true. I remember those days, and that still happens from time to time. But the thing is, is that we need to be able to embrace them individually. Yeah. that's how david was able to do that for saul because he had done it when nobody else was around so and it and it, it to me it doesn't even have to have a physical instrument even though it's communicated in that way it can come from our own our own expressions but understanding what those are and releasing them in the realm is 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 a key to some victory that we need to have. So we're going to be exploring more of that, but which is going to make you s- even seem weirder.
1: Well, th- the passage actually that I gave to Katie that morning was the psalm where David says, let the meditations of my heart be pleasing in your sight. And that meditations is Higgioth. And, and so, you know, if, if the meditations of my heart, you're asking for it to be pleasing before the Lord, and it is something that's coming across is something that is dark and jumbled and, and sounds more like discord than anything. That I mean that
0: uh, but see, uh, yeah, you're right. Well what is that in the spirit? Why Why is that in the spirit? Well, because it's part of God. This is a really interesting thing. And I, I think where it registers is in our spirit when we sometimes, when we're praying, we can feel tension would not be a good word. Just that, just that feeling, that uneasiness, that pull. And, and if we could understand those from, the, from a knowledgeable perspective of what's described, particularly in the Psalms, then we would be able to align that with with what we're feeling in our spirit and then express either the scriptures that use that or or at least recognize what's going on. You know what I mean?
1: I do. I do and I I have to say I mean I from the day we crossed over into this year And I told you this, I have felt this tension in my spirit. I have felt this, I don't, I mean, that's the best word I can use to describe it because it's, it's, it's not unrest because I have peace. I mean, Mm -hmm. I have perfect peace. I, I, I mean, I, the Lord is just so good and so present, but in my spirit, I feel like there's a seal going on in there all the time. And it's, 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 it's almost like a call. It's almost like a, a call from God to remember who I am and that I am created for intercession I'm created to be in that place that my place of abiding is is to toe the line you know what I mean and it's 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 there has not been a moment off I don't think where I have not felt that since we transition and it's it's uncomfortable but at the same time Like I've also told you, I mean, he told me at the beginning of the year, I want you to study the Psalms. I want you to be in the Psalms every day. And I have marveled at what I have found in the Psalms. And it's what? Today's the 28th or 29th or whatever. But the measure of devotion and and praise and declaration of who God is and his power and his love and his heart is constantly surrounded by Discord and opposition and pressure and tension. And I mean, it's just throughout every single Psalm I have read this year, which it's today's day 28. I mean, and I always knew the Psalms were that way, but I never knew the intensity. I never recognized the intensity of those two. You know, you always see like, I remember the first psalm that I actually when I was first asked to teach many, many years ago and and I I picked a psalm, I think it was Psalm seventy seven. And the revelation of okay, you know, I can't see you know, I'm I'm on my bed weeping and I can't remember the psalm, but I mean it was just all this just lamentation of the enemy's everywhere and he's surrounding me and I can't sleep and just lamentation, lamentation, lamentation and then and then all of a sudden there may be a selah And then he, I think this was Asaph, he begins to declare God and who God is and magnify the Lord, and the whole atmosphere changed. Hmm. And we know that's a principle of just praise. I mean, that's a, you magnify the Lord, and he becomes much bigger than the enemy that surrounds you. But um, God's just, he's teaching us in such incredible ways of who he is, and and how he's moving, how he moves. And just the whole study of the seven spirits and his ways and his spirit and his personality, it is, it is vividly before us. And, and I, I, I'm just so thankful.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's well said. Um,
1: I worked up some shoulder pain there.
0: I know. I don't know what to say. <laughs> I don't. I don't understand this. I don't. I mean, you got the, the lover of God sitting across the table from me. You. You're telling me that David, the, the poster child of that, and all these psalms, he's just in contention all the time and breaking through well, and he's warring true, But that's 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 just amazing to me.
1: <laughs> it's taken me 20 you know, something what? years to get here.
0: Let's make a T-shirt about that. Well, you know just be encouraged Um, and and particularly we're not welcoming challenges we're not welcoming or advocating difficulties Uh, we don't take any delight in them as if we are suffering for Jesus Um, but if if things are coming against you at this time Make sure you're spending time with the Father. I mean, good time, sincere time, and view view those oppositions through the perspective of what's coming, and really do what we said a couple of weeks ago: praise into that darkness. Yeah. And um, you know, the darkness it's it's, it's kind of like trying to throw obstacles in our path so that the light that we've been entrusted with won't won't be launched by us and um view that from a perspective and it's the joy set before you um and you know it's going to flee but it's um it's it's just it's it's interesting, but that's the whole concept of what you're talking about here. Um, it's it, many are the afflictions of righteous; those that bear righteous vision. The Lord will deliver them out of them all.
1: Well, and just I mean, the Lord has prepared a table for me in the presence of my enemies. I mean, that's that's a place where we feast with Him at his table, and and yet we know that, of yeah. course, I mean, the enemy surrounds us, but his banner over us, his banner is over us, and that's our identity, and the enemy can't touch us. But, like you said, we've gotta be feasting on him. One of the things that I've noticed about this year, because there's been so much opposition just in the natural that's come, and I had a dream last week, and it was crazy because um, the second part of the dream, I was walking in the darkness, and I was struggling for strength to, like, put one foot in front of the other, and the enemy came up um, to my left, and and I looked back, and I could see him, and he was in the form of a man, and yet he represented the enemy, and I think, you know, do we really think the enemy's going to show up with horns and a tail? <laughs> so many so much of, of what is afflicting or challenging us are things that are very personal or familiar I guess I should say and maybe this is just in my life but just those familiar things that become burdens that are trying the enemy's trying to get your focus off on what on on what we're talking about our focus off on off of his plan and on the cares of this world now we have to take care of those things I know but it's, it's been like a constant battle to to overcome that and remain focused and and you know it's the little foxes that spoil the vine I had a pastor at the network that sent me she, she was in intercession and all of a sudden she sees this fox right the face of a fox right in front of her and she wrote me and said what does this mean and I, that's the first thing I thought was it's those little foxes that are trying to to, to take you off to spoil the vine to spoil the, the fruit of what God is trying to do through you and you just need to be really weary wi- aware well really we are well aware, well aware a wascally of fox things that, that challenge our focus and so
0: that's interesting
1: yeah
0: now he didn't go what's that thing no does <laughs> He wasn't a fantastic fox, was fantastic he?
1: Fantastic Mr. Fox.
0: Um,
1: I don't know. I mean, they could have... I don't know what a fox... I mean, that's the spoil only, the vines. That's, that's, that's the only thing that I could draw from. I didn't even think about Fantastic Mr. Fox or anything like that. I just thought that's... Because I actually have a window into what's going on in her life. And she's, she's being challenged physically in a lot of different ways. And um, it's... It's, it's interesting, and I know, I mean, there's other ones of you that have reached out and, and talked to me about just familial things and, and things that, that are challenging you in, in a really intense way right now, demands that are being put on you, um, and I, I'm experiencing a lot of the same thing, and yet uh, we got to continue to feast at the table. I've been, I've been taking communion every day. Wow. Every day I sit down at the table and, yeah. Jesus. It's good days. These are good days.
0: Well, um, we have some prayer ventures that are ongoing and uh, that are coming up. We um, want to thank all of you for praying this past this past weekend for the uh, mission to the northeast part of our country that's going to occur in June. I hope to be able to send you some information concerning the hotels that we're recommending. We're hoping to be able to get some um, some blocks of room and perhaps a rate. Perhaps now don't say you said there's going to be a rate. Perhaps look that word up. We're we're going to try to get this, but even if you don't, it's they're not. It's not like you're staying at the Ritz. So, um, but we we prayed this weekend and God really. It was vision. It was a vision activation. Monica led. It was really a powerful thing. And. Um, god is God is going to do some incredible things for our country and for in the spirit realm. so I know many of you have prayerfully considered that uh, it's not too late to be making your plans. certainly there's a number of months left and um anything you want to say about that
1: um no, I just I, as the days as the days progress towards that, I mean there's a lot of things in between there that that we will be focusing on, but namely a seminar here in Dallas and then other ministries. but um, the Lord has specifically called us to do this monthly prayer emphasis network wide on behalf of Of what he's going to do in June there. And we just, we need to take this seriously. I mean, this is not, this is one of the greatest assignments he's ever given to us. And you think, oh, going to Liverpool, Ohio. I didn't even know there was such a place. This is one of the greatest assignments he has ever given us. And it is going to, like you said on Sunday morning, it is going to impact our nation in incredible ways. And then from there, um other nations but we this is partnership and the partnership doesn't start when we put our feet down there for the conference or the prayer time the prayer gathering the partnership has already begun and the lord has very clearly very distinctly given us a plan and that is partnering with one of his seven spirits every month leading up to that to that month of truth and sonship and, and breakthrough. And so our warfare and the preparing of the way for what he is gonna do there in June and from then through the election and, and from then on out it's um it's happening now. And so just be just just be willing and ready and obedient and and of course join with us on the Peretz nights of, of intercession but also just as a God as God would lead you you know pray and pray in the spirit and pray for our leaders that we have positioned in those places which would be Pam and Candace in Ohio and Haley there in Hinton pray for them I mean they're they're struggling in their own way with what's happening, uh, you know, with them, and and so this is we're all in this together. Yeah, this is we are the army, and we're all in this together.
0: That's that's for sure. Um, uh, and you know, it, it's it's very interesting that yeah, one of the things we're going to be doing of many is we're going to be right there on the banks of the Ohio. And just about, you know, just about everybody that ever made an impact in this nation in those early years were floating right or on a boat going right down that river that would then connect with either the Missouri or the Mississippi. Um, You come down out of the Allegheny to the Ohio there at Pittsburgh, and then it swings up and then it comes back down. And I was reading, um, this is TMI, but I'm reading a book about Custer and the Plains Indian Wars and how he, you know, he got his commission and they came down through there. You know, it's it's interesting. So many things. Um, But we, now do we, I'm not, I'm not setting anything here. But so many people are praying on that weekend. Um, if there's anything that is just to you significant, if there's any kind of maybe three or four people saw a similar vision or something of that nature, um, please let us know some way, so that maybe we can we can apply that to together and gain a picture you know God's giving us pictures here but
1: well the yeah the church in Port St John they they have been very faithful to send in the things that the Lord has been revealing to them from month to month uh-huh. and so um, but yeah like you said anybody else that's praying I know that that um, Pam was praying, Candace was praying. Um, I don't know who else was joining with us, but we did put it out there for everyone to, to participate. So I know the Benishans were praying.
0: Wow, that's, so, that's wonderful. Yeah. And then this coming Saturday is uh, first Saturday, and we are devoting this again, you know, here at this house, we're devoting it to the spirit of the, the mind of Christ with the evangelist gifting and what we're sending out to the network is to ask the 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 saints as we come together to believe god for grace remedies and for the moving of his power of his dunamis that is restoration and function those two things are so very interesting and um and the fact that it does set the stage for the the true application of an apostolic word and mission, and we really, you know, we're to do the work of the evangelist. Um, I, I, I'm grateful. I'm grateful to the Lord for um, the opportunity to partner with the Father in that. Amen. Anything you want to say about that?
1: No, I'm 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 excited about that. I'm really excited about that. I actually get the privilege of of praying with the young people in in California this weekend, which what was not planned until just a day or two ago. Um, it's always interesting to be remote on First Saturday, and I remember the first time that happened, I felt like a fish out of water. You know, just <laughs> Were
0: you flopping around.
1: Well, yeah, you know, you're so used to. being with your people in your place, Um, but I also know that that the Lord is doing a mighty work there in the West, and um, there's a reason why he's sending me there for this first Saturday. So, we were in Brazil in October. We were in France in November. We were in Belgium in December, this for first Saturday. We were, I was home, we were home in January, and now February I'll be in California. Wow. So, uh, yeah, so I'll be connecting with you all from, from the West.
0: Wow. Well, you know, you know, this business of the grace remedy, the, the, um, is, is the EMI is, is such a powerful dimension of healing. You know, the two, therapeu and, and Eomai. Uh, but then to have it combined with grace for the evangelist is an incredible thing. Mm-hmm. We, we need that. And I, you know, I was just looking at a passage where, you know, the the story where the guy was lowered down through the roof and it says the power of the Lord was present to heal. And it's, it's Eomai, which is that creative... Kind of expression of healing, and that certainly was a creative thing. Um, we need that. We we need that creativity, not manufactured by man, but really from the Lord, and to know it's from the Lord. Um, there's a lot of dimensions of that. But we we so when we're you know when we're praying this weekend about the two factors of the evangelist um, where you got grace remedies and you've got the, the dunamis, those are the two things that were mentioned there. The power, the dunamis of the Lord was there with them in EMI. And um, that that's the kind of suddenly we need to really ask God for. And so if it was present to heal, that meant that it was something that God had ordained for that moment. Because, you know, Jesus was the resident of the residency of God's God's will and his purpose. I mean, wherever he went, except for the place where they didn't have belief, um, there were all kinds of things happening. But this was a divine... Uh, dispensation and i think that's part of what we need to be believing for and um but but see with the evangelist it's it's going to be grace which means that that person or that mindset has to do with partnering with god it it has to do with you being a a supplicant a Um,
1: supplicant
0: Well yeah.
1: I've never I've never heard that. I never thought of it, but I've never heard of that word. (laughs) I mean I've heard the word but not in that context.
0: No, just not in that context.
1: Are you a supplicant?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So we need that and and we need we need function. You know, part of the opposition that's coming against us as we're breaking through is the enemy trying to throw things in our way so that there isn't function, and um, there isn't the dunamis. Yeah, um, it's just a it's just a wide ranging concept, but it is pertinent to where we are, and so we're certainly asking for the mind of the Lord in that way, because we need it, um, and. Um, you know that that comes out of the church, uh, so we speak that.
1: This this may not apply to the the equation that you're talking about, but I, since we entered into this year, I've just had this really an inclination to just to speak light. You know, to speak light, to speak light. If if God spoke light into the 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 darkness you know you know i mean just to speak it and 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 it applies i have felt that it applies to healing and in a way that yeah that you would speak light into that darkness and i i i've been sensing that that in this dispensation of wisdom in this place where we're moving in the spirit of wisdom that because a lot of disease i think is there's a root cause there's a dark there's a darkness there there's a root the whatever the root of that is um and you know i'm going through the rolodex of scriptures trying to remember if jesus ever addressed anything specific like that where it was maybe an unclean spirit or something like that but um i i feel like he wants to give us insight into that place of darkness to speak light into it does that make sense mm. To bring to bring the the remedy to bring the healing because I know there's several situations that I'm believing for and praying for just that are personal to me for for supernatural miraculous healing and I, I can see into both of them that there are root issues in there that I I don't I don't have clarity on what they are, but I know that they're deep-seated inside of there. that's like bondage. And um, and so I'm asking the Lord to give me a measure of revelation, not so that I can preach it, but so that I can speak into it and yeah. speak light into that place of darkness. And I don't know if that in any way applies to the healing that you're talking about. but um,
0: Well, it, it, you know, there are so many dimensions of how healing comes. And... I mean, to me, that the 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 EMI is more of a. There's a suddenly in it. It is. It is revelatory. Therpueo is more f- functional, just like therapy is. Yeah. Um, but you know, God, what we need is proper diagnosis.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. It's like. What is the cause of you know? What is this?
0: Which would be kind of what an EMI is. Yeah. But because you know, Jesus had that that guy, and um, uh, they they lower him down through the roof, and he's talking to the the crazy scribes and the doctors of the law, and his discussion is on a forgiveness of sins, and um, uh, you know, <laughs> it's interesting. Well, anyway, I took us off course, but that's this—that's this Saturday, and um, we we certainly value the privilege of being able to pray with on that weekend in in harmony in agreement with our Saints Network family. So we thank you for that. Um, Let's see. What else?
1: Is there anything about the seminar you need to say?
0: Oh, yeah. Um, We'll be sending out the... Every year we say we need to send this out earlier. But we'll be sending out the little flyer for the seminar um, soon, very, very soon. And we really hope that you're able to come and be with us. There are going to be so many different things that are going to be offered, uh, different ways that we're going to be ministering, different prayer emphases for specific uh, points of ministry that God's given us as a network Um, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be similar in a lot of ways but but also very very different and I think more more so the difference is more so than at any other seminar we've had Um, I'm just looking forward to being able to be here and um, I, I really thank all of you for your faithfulness in coming, and um, I know that God is going to reward us this time with an outpouring of His Spirit, a closeness of Him, that's um, that's really going to be, uh, what's the good word? Unprecedented.
1: Unprecedented.
0: You know, I think back on so many years at the seminar and people that have come here, and you know how so many times they would they would manifest in the presence of the Lord because they hadn't felt things like this, and um, that's good. But to me, the most cherished things are are really happening now because built upon that foundation, as sons. We come and there's an entirely different dimension of the presence of the Lord that could only be released because of the sonship. Not to say we weren't sons in the early days, we were aspiring to be, even though we may not have known that, but so many people were in the valley of trying to decide. And we see their decision in the years that have passed, not to to say anything negative about them but there were a lot of people who just didn't want to go on and um, God would visit and their spirit would be stirred and you know they would they would feel him and that's that's all well and good but a lot of them came here to the seminars because they wanted to feel that and it's it's almost like a the difference between a wine collector and and an owner of a vineyard. Um, we're not just giving bottles out. We we want people to establish the vineyard of the Lord, and God looks at that. I mean, and so I think that where we are this time, we'll have some new people here, but the predominant, the the predominant dimension of the Spirit of God is going to be the Father coming as a Son, oh, to meet with us as sons. And in that, our Lord, who is always praying for that and is the firstborn of many brothers, um, he's going to be in the midst in in some unique ways. And the Spirit of God is going to be communing with our spirit, that we are the sons of God. And so it's going to be a dimension of the Godhead that's going to be different than what we've known because of where in his timetable we find ourselves. <coughs> and um, and I can speak from a perspective of having been in leadership during each of these. Um, and I'm going to say, it's, well, it's unlike anything we've ever known. We've had dimensions of this. You know, God, again, God just doesn't say, okay, here we go. Here's something new. He always before he does anything, he has his intercessors. We've been praying about this, and we've been, we've not been muzzled as we've tread the corn, but this is going to be a, in his timetable, a significant, a significant gathering. So we really do encourage you to make plans to be here, and. Uh, And goodness, if you if you look at what the world's going through, and if you look at what's um, what's happening in our nation, if you look at what's happening in the church world. Gosh, does our does our assignment is it needed? Um, you know, you you're, people are watching this coronavirus vi, uh, virus. It's awful. And. Um, <laughs> What's going to happen when plagues come, which the Bible speaks about? What we what we are knowing in the Father is is going to be a solution for for some of that, and we've got to we've got to deal with fear. You know, in so many ways, fear uh, has tried to attack. Um, I I, boy, the other night, after service, I was home and fear came against me. I mean, it was relentless fear. and um and and really the next morning, uh, what 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 fear was targeting uh was, uh, was was just gone. and I I spent a lot of time, before the Father thanking him, but also asking him to purge out of me what that fear found that it could link into. Now, I know the verse is about perfect love, the agape, and that goes kind of back to what the perspective is. Is agape your perspective? Is your partnership with God your perspective? Because then you can see through that, that torment of fear. And I think we're going to need to be free of that, for when um, for when those times come, that fear would try to grip all of us, and um, uh, we are we are going to be God's light and God's vessel. So, anything further? There's only one minute left.
1: No, but this morning I was reading Psalm 27, and I was thinking about that fear that you had spoken of that came against you, and and the Lord said, tell him to read Psalm 27, so I'm telling you what he told me, so um, I'm just giving, for anybody that's dealing with fear, the Lord spoke that to me this morning, so.
0: Thank you. hmm Uh, I'm going to look there right now.
1: But, you know, the remedy is that one thing do I desire is to be in the house of the Lord.
0: Mm. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, you know what? I think that'd be a good good verse for us to read as we're going off the air.
1: Why don't you do that?
0: The Lord is my light. We can sing it. And my salvation. I'll read it. Whom (laughs) shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. And those of you who know, that's Meos, which yeah. you taught about on Sunday morning. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even mine enemies and my foes, came upon me to eat up my flesh, they stumbled and fell. Though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. The war should rise against me. In this will I be continent, Confident. confident. <laughs> be good to be continent too. One thing have I desired of the Lord; that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in His temple. For in the time of trouble He will hide me in His pavilion; in the secret of His tabernacle shall He hide me. He will set me upon a rock, and now shall mine head be lifted up above mine enemies round about me. Therefore will I offer in His tabernacle sacrifices of joy. I will sing, yea, I will sing praises unto the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry with my voice. Have mercy also upon me, and answer me. When thou saidst, Seek ye my face, my heart said unto you, Thy face, Lord, will I seek. Hide not thy face far from me. Put not thy servant away in anger. Thou hast been my help. Leave me not, neither forsake me, O God of my salvation." So for all of you who need to be continent, continent. maybe fears come against you, that's a good rhema word. So thank you for that. And we are past time. Thanks for tuning in today. Uh, may God bless you. And we will look forward to sharing with you again tomorrow night and praying with you this weekend. So speed, everybody.
1: Amen.
0: Goodbye.